Hi, everyone. I'm Rachel Zoe, and you are listening to Works For Us, where we talk to people about what works for them in their relationships and, of course, what doesn't. Okay, so today... I'm on my own today because I just wanted to have this person all to myself and have a one-on-one conversation with today's guest. She is by far, in a way, one of the strongest, most resilient people and such a positive light. And I am so honored to have her joining me today. She's a former Rockette, which is so cool, and a Broadway dancer. I mean, even cooler. An incredible celebrity trainer and current co-host on The Talk. Her book, Live Your Life, My Story of Loving and Losing, Nick Cordero, comes out today, June 15th, and I personally cannot wait to read it. I am, of course, talking about the one, the only, Amanda Klutz. Thank you for coming on Works For Us. I have so many things to say that I feel like I could just like explode or implode, but um, I wanted first to start just by acknowledging you know, you've been through so much. As most of our listeners know, um, Amanda very tragically lost her husband early on in, in COVID, Nick Cordero, the brilliant, wonderful Nick Cordero to the plague of coronavirus last summer. Um, and I've said to you offline, online, just how, you know, I, I don't, I, there's nothing I can say, but just how how sorry I am, but, but really the light, that you have continued to shine for your son and everybody else around you, but then also being so openly vulnerable about your process and going through it and how many people that has most definitely helped this year and I think even way beyond this year. As you shared, I mean, you and Nick shared the most magical, beautiful love story. And your son Elvis is just, I just want to jump through social media. I cannot wait to like hug him in real life. He's going to think I'm like a total weirdo. Like who is this freak hugging me? (laughs) Um, But I do want to honor just the magic and beauty of your relationship and what you shared together and just learn a little bit more about sort of your love, your story. But I think, you know, the intention of Works For Us is really trying to find what made it work for you and what um, what the magic was? What's the secret sauce? Because I find that, you know, Raj and I, the thing we hear most often with people is, oh, marriage is really hard. It's, it's just really hard. And like, I, yes, of course, but not. And the, and the thing is like what Raj and I always say is, I think that's what you're missing because everything in life is really hard. You know, like work is yeah. hard. Career is hard. You're challenged with things all day, every day, your kids and this and that, and the stressors and the guilt and the this and that. But your marriage, in my opinion, and it doesn't mean that's the right one, should be your safe, easy place where you can be you and relax and shut down. And that's the person that like, you know, that... That should be the easy part, in my opinion. I, I don't know. I just want to hear about you. And I want to hear a little bit about, you know, how you met and and your love story, really. Yeah. Well, Rachel, thank you for having me, first and foremost. My God, my pleasure. When I saw that you and Roger were doing this, I was like, I think I commented. I was like, wait, will you, can I do, can I be on the podcast? <laughs> that, for all the love and hate we have with social media, those are like the joys. Those are the things. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I feel like we got to like 
connect. And, you know, in a way that certainly this year, I don't think anyone else could connect any other way, you know? Absolutely. A (laughs) hundred percent. And you're right. It's, it's, uh, it is a light. I, yeah, it's a blessing or silver lining, but it is a light. And, um, and thank you, you know, thank you for reaching out to me and, oh and helping me and supporting me and advice and just always offering if there's anything I can do and I meant um, for sending me your amazing boxes oh, and everything that you do. Yeah, um, sure. Anything that'll keep the help to keep that smile going every day. Cause look how so big sweet. it is. Look how big that <laughs> smile is. I don't even think I could smile that big, <laughs> but I want it to um, keep going and I want your light to keep shining, you know? So thank you. You know, you know what's funny? Um, I don't, I mean, there's so many ways to answer the question you asked and I'm sure we'll like keep answering it as we go along, but I'm going through right now, uh, a, a different part of my relationship with Nick. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Nick and I, we could fight. We were like oil and water a lot of times. So we would have like these very intense fights and he was Latino. So he could really get into <laughs> it. And, uh, I'm learning now. I, I learned this, I think, through his hospital stay. And then in writing the book, especially, um, I became so grateful for our relationship. Yeah. You know, like you, when I think it's because when you lose something, then you can look back on it with a different light, of right? Course. And then now um, that he's gone, I, I, you know, I never, I don't know what I believe necessarily about you know, I, listen, I, I love the idea of God in heaven. So mm-hmm. I always just thought like the people we love are up in heaven sure. and they're untouchable. But, um, I've been having so many crazy things happen to me since Nick has passed where I feel his presence around me. So mm-hmm. now I'm kind of going through this whole like relationship with Nick when he's not even here, which is also very interesting, which I think is pretty extraordinary because, yeah, <laughs> because, <laughs> Listen, I say it to my kids now because my kids, you know, they both struggle with the, they're, we're very close. And, and, and at night, you know, I tuck them in every night, especially this year. I try never to miss it. And mm-hmm. every night they say, I, I, I don't ever want you to be gone. And, and they can't wrap their head. They cannot wrap their heads around it. And my little one wants to be a scientist for the sole purpose that he can invent something that like keeps me alive forever. Oh and so, God. and you know, and it, it, it guts me and I, and I understand it because I used to say that to my parents. I still look at my parents at 80 and 84 and I, you know, and I, and I, I think the thing is I say to them and I believe it when I say it to them, I will always be your mom. I will always Mm -hmm. be watching you. I will always be Mm -hmm. with you. And I think Mm -hmm. there is something where that is true. And I, and I think because, you know, clearly Nick left this planet way too soon and I feel like he had more to do. So Mm -hmm. I feel like he's just sitting there next to you, you know, wanting you to just keep smiling and living your best life, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I totally feel like that. He's like my guardian angel watching over Elvis yeah. and I, yeah. and you know, there's so many people that have come to me and, and have messages from him that to me that are just like, it's, it, it's, it's Nick, like, it's yeah. just crazy. So I don't know. There's this whole other relationship that I'm having with him now. It's like mm-hmm. we had our dating relationship, our marriage relationship, our relationship as new parents, and then our relationship now. It's so it's really kind of multifaceted. 
I think fighting, I think we should talk about fighting for a second because I yeah. think it's important and very healthy to really fight with your <laughs> with your other half. I mean, I'm 30 years in and anyone who's close to us will tell you we're like Lucy and Ricky and I will literally in the same five minutes, like we'll talk about what we want to eat for dinner and I will literally scream at him and tell him to leave the room. Like, I'll just be like, I can't. I mean, I don't really scream because I don't have a temper. He is definitely more of a temper, but it's- Oh my gosh, he doesn't seem like he I would know. have a temper at all. I know, he does though. And I'm really like- I'm weirdly so much more patient. And even since the very beginning of our relationship, it would be like, if he started on one of his like, and he'll just say like, God knows what. And I'm just like, when you're done, whenever you're done, I'll talk to you about this. Or I'll just walk out of the room. And what does that do to people who have that? They're like, bah, but wait a minute. Right. I'm like, I can't. So, But I think, but it's weird because then it's almost like, 10 minutes later, 20 minutes later, it's like, okay, so what are we going to do this weekend? You know? And I think, listen, I think at the end of the day, you have to have that person, whether it's your best friend, your sibling, your, 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 your work husband, your work wife, whatever, whoever it is, you have to have that person that you can kind of yell at and make up with. They're <laughs> like, yeah. get, get it out and, and, and make up. But that doesn't mean, especially when it applies to the love of your life, that doesn't mean you don't love them anymore or less. It just means you don't necessarily go at things in the same way. But yeah. I did speak to this woman who we had on the podcast the other day who's so brilliant named Lori Gottlieb. And she's a relationship um, expert. And I was like, oh my God, so you're actually by training. I'm not by training. But, <laughs> but everything she said was so profound and so fascinating and so hmm. so really stuck with me. But it was... If you're the same at the core, that's what matters. If you share mm -hmm. the same values, if you share the same principles and outlook on life and how you think your child should be raised, those are the things that matter. The other mm -hmm. stuff that like pisses him off or pisses you off or you don't like to do or you love movies, but he hates me, that's okay. You know, right. right? Tell me a little bit about your like, your story. Like, was it love at first sight? Did you just like see him and you were like, that's the guy? Or were you just like, no, I have no time for this right now, but I kind of like him. <laughs> <laughs> or neither. Um, or neither. It was, it, you know, it was, it was a, it was, it was a very interesting situation. So I was actually married when we first met. I've had nine <laughs> lives. <laughs> you and, really uh, have, yeah. friends. <laughs> I've had nine <laughs> lives. Um, so I was married when I met Nick and we were doing the reading of the bullets over Broadway, which is the Broadway show we met in. Mm -hmm. and, Amazing um, show, by the way. Yeah. And this <laughs> Broadway show, you know, was planned. It was slated to be the next huge Broadway show. Woody Allen, Susan Stroman, mm -hmm. you know, his big movie finally turned into a musical. Um, Zach Braff is the lead character. I mean, oh, like it was just Zach. like... Yeah, it was Sweetheart. just like slated to be the big thing. So when we got this job, you know, as a Broadway actor, dancer, um, you start planning your life. You're like, mm -hmm. oh my God, I'm going to have, I'm going to have three years of a paycheck and I'm going to, I'll, I'll have a babies with my husband and oh my, this is amazing. Yeah. And you know, all these things. And so, um, to make uh, this long story short, my ex-husband is on tour with Book of Mormon. Our marriage is falling apart because of distance and a lot of different mm -hmm. things that it doesn't matter. And so I'm in New York. He's on tour. 
And I start rehearsing for Bullets Over Broadway on Broadway. When you're doing a Broadway show, it's like, oh, it's, it's super intense. I mean, I have it's, friends that yeah. in, in Rent and Wicked and all it's, of that. It's, yeah, you have it's no the most life intense and, thing ever. Yeah. And, <laughs> and your your cast becomes your family. I yes. mean, it's like your best friends and your family. And it's and not so, so just, glamorous back there. I just want to point out. No, it's I've not. I've been backstage right. <laughs> quite a bit working with clients back there. It is not. Very different than movie life, I'm just saying. Yes, yeah. I mean, you if you're if you're Liza Minnelli, you might have a glamorous dressing room, but that's about it. Even still, um, I don't know that she does, but it definitely yeah. has sequins and feathers everywhere. So yes, I'd be very yeah, happy. Absolutely. <laughs> As a female CEO and business owner, I'm a huge supporter of female founded companies. And that's only one of the reasons why I'm such a huge fan of each and every. Each and Every was founded by two incredibly inspiring women who wanted to create a natural deodorant that could meet their very high standards. As someone who also tends to have high standards, I am so glad that they actually succeeded in their mission. Each and Every deodorant is the best natural deodorant I have ever tried. As someone with incredibly sensitive skin, I love how smooth it feels to apply. The ingredients are simple and very straightforward and they never irritate my skin. Plus, the scent combinations are truly next level. And you know how you can change your perfume to match the season? Well, each and every has actually inspired me to do the same thing with my deodorant. I was loving the cedar and vanilla during the cooler months, but now that it's summertime, I love the bright, energizing scent of the citrus and vetiver. And the best thing is, every scent is created from essential oils, so there's no need to worry about putting harmful chemicals and fragrances on your skin. I also love that they have this gorgeous, unique packaging that also happens to be better for the planet. Seriously, there's so much thought, care, and quality put into every aspect of this product. It's truly no wonder that each and every was founded by women. So if you're looking for a deodorant that's better for your body, better for the planet, and created by women, you need each and every for your life. And we have a special deal for our listeners. 30% off your first purchase. That's an incredible deal. Visit our URL, eachandevery.com slash Zoe and use promo code Zoe, Z-O-E. Get your 30% off now by using promo code Zoe at eachandevery.com slash Zoe. A healthy plant-rich diet can truly build a foundation for very radiant health. And with Saqqara, you can get exactly that without ever sacrificing taste. Saqqara is a nutrition company that focuses on overall wellness, starting with what you eat. Their meals are ready to eat, which makes eating healthy every day incredibly easy. I have to say, as someone who really never does cleanses or stop eating this for a week or that, I have to tell you that I have done the Saqqara meal plan several times and it was really just so that I could actually feel more healthy. It was actually to remind myself to eat regularly, eat healthy, and somehow get all the nutrients that I need in a day without having to think about it. And I have to tell you, I continue to be shocked by how delicious the food is that I could just live on Saqqara. It is absolutely wonderful. And my husband, Roger, loves it as much as I do. I cannot say enough about the food. It does not feel like you're on a meal plan at all. And it is so easy to do. 
Um, they, they really do all the work for you. I also love all the bars. I, it's just delicious. They're probiotics. The chocolate ones are so good. Along with delicious plant-rich meals, Saqqara also offers daily wellness essentials like supplements and herbal teas, which I love, to support your nutrition. Experience the transformative power of plants with their best-selling metabolism super powder. Made with organic raw cacao, it works to boost energy, eliminate bloating, minimize sugar cravings, and reduce fatigue. It really works. And right now, Saqqara is offering our listeners 20% off their first order when they go to saqqara.com slash Zoe or enter code Zoe, Z-O-E, at checkout. That's Saqqara, S-A-K-A-R-A dot com slash Zoe to get 20% off your first order. Sakara.com slash Zoe. So anyways, we uh, were doing this show. My marriage is falling apart and Nick and I start becoming good friends. And he and I become like, just, we talk, I just like end up confiding in him a lot in how my marriage is falling mm-hmm. apart. And really, and you know, I, I, I thought he was handsome, of course, you know, six foot five, I'm five eleven, So it was like, you you're know, five eleven. Yes. And I'm five eleven. Five. Yes. Oh my goodness. Rachel, for the first time in my life, I could wear a gown with like a huge heel and he still towered over me. I cannot was, believe you're 5'11 and I cannot believe he's 6'5. That yeah. is. Okay. So here's yeah. the thing. Elvis is going to be real tall. <laughs> this is, yeah, he's going to be for sure like six foot five. So you don't know least. this about me sidebar, but I have really bad height envy. I'm like five. Oh. I'm like five four if I'm lying. So, <laughs> if I'm lying, if I'm, if I'm lying a bit, but but okay, so you get to on. wear very fun shoes. Um, Sleep well, anyway, them, so yeah. So I I was also very very charmed, you know, by by Nick. But we were just friends, and then uh, you know, my marriage falls apart, and Nick and I end up kind of secretly dating. Now we had to secretly date because no one really knew I was going through a divorce, and we were doing this Broadway show. And he didn't want it. He didn't want it to look like he was, you know, sleeping around or hanging sure. out with a married woman. So it was this kind of scandalous thing. We kind of kept very quiet for a little mm-hmm. while. And then once the show closed and once everybody kind of understood that my marriage was over, then we kind of started, you mm-hmm. know, publicly being out. Sure. And, uh, but you know, I'll tell you what we've, we had ups and downs. We broke up three times before we finally like mm-hmm. got it together. Nick and I were completely different. He was um, a very, you know, uh, had lived a, a hard life. He's mm-hmm. again, six foot five as a Broadway actor, you don't get a lot of roles and no. he's a leading man. That's like so Hugh Jackman had... is probably the only other tall <laughs> that I can think of, but I mean, right. Know, but he's expert. Hugh Jackman. Yeah. But he's Hugh Jackman. So, <laughs> yeah. So Nick had a lot of, um, you know, he was renting a friend's studio apartment, didn't really have anything to his name. Yeah. I was going through it. We, we were a mess. Yeah. You know what I mean? And in Which our probably connected you, by the way. Yes. Yeah. We, a lot of connection there, but also a lot of, you know, I, I was, yes. And I was going through a, you know, when you, when you get a divorce and you kind of go through this whole, like, I have to take control of my life situation, which I very much wanted to. Mm-hmm. And, um, anyways, we found solace in each other, uh, broke up off and on three times the last time I thought for sure it was done. You know, we, we, we said goodbye in a very loving way. I Mm -hmm. love you. I love you, but this just isn't going to work out. Mm -hmm. And then his father was dying. And through that process that really changed Nick and he came back and, uh, 
kind of uh, from that situation. He, he's from Canada. So he was with his dad in Canada, came back from Canada after his dad was like really, really sick and said, you know, I now know that I, I have to have you in my life and Aww. I want, I want you back. And, oh. and when was that? When was that Amanda? Like, like, yeah, like time-wise, where were we then? Like that 2018? Was, um, that would have been 2015. Like, 2015. Uh, so this is a long yeah. time ago. Yeah, when this was like summer. Ago, this wasn't like three years. This was like yeah, this was summer of 2015, wow. and then we yeah, okay, okay. and then and then after and then after he did that, once we got back together, we were pretty much together. We moved in together, and then we got engaged, and we got married in less than six months, and, and stayed in and, New York. Stayed in New York. And stayed in New York. Stayed in New York. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Stayed in New York and, um, had Elvis in New York, but then Nick got very, very sick of New York city and just wanted to move to LA. And so that's what inspired the move to LA. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And that was in 2019, right? That was in 2019. Yes. Yeah. We moved to LA. So we were barely here before, um, before everything happened and we were living with Zach Braff because he yeah. uh, was so gracious about Sweetest, letting kindest. us stay in his guest house. Yep. And so uh, he had us on his compound and uh, we had a, a whole big family affair. Oh yeah. My God. I've, know, <laughs> I've known him for a long time. He's wonderful, but I do know he, he was so close with Nick. Um, yes. They were yeah. super close, but well, okay. So then you came out here and then I, you know, listen, I think life just has a very odd way of just throwing mm-hmm. you things when you don't expect it. Right. And I think, mm-hmm. you know, I think what's great about your story is that, you know, as we've been talking to a lot of amazing people and and couples, you know, it's funny. Some people were like, we saw each other and we knew and we did it. And then yeah. we spoke to a few people that were like, Oh, no, 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 no. We like broke up. I had a boyfriend. I had a girlfriend. This was the worst date ever. <laughs> I was like, never. And it's, <clears throat> I think it's really important for people to, I have met quite a lot of people out here in LA that um, over my time living here, which is now almost 20 years that I meet and we have this whole friendship and this whole life. And then they're like, oh yeah, did you not know I was married for like five years before I even like met you or met my husband or whatever? And I'm like, what? And what I say to that is sort of like, you know, I I think that there's an idea of marriage, how we grow up sometimes, right? Of Mm. that sort of like, we're supposed to get married when we get in love, when we fall in love at a certain age, we're supposed to be married and we're supposed to have a kid by this time and that time. And I think now we're living in a totally different time, right? Mm -hmm. At least in Mm -hmm. certain places, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I remember when I went into my doctor to say, okay, um, I know I'm like a hundred, but I think I'm ready to have kids. (laughs) And she was like, Rachel, you are nowhere close to a hundred. You're actually like one of my youngest patients, like one of my youngest. And I was like, huh? She's like, but we live in LA, you know? And it was interesting. And I, what, what that told me was, I think the game's changing. Right. And I think the rules Mm -hmm. are changing. And I think Mm -hmm. people came out of COVID, um, either more in love or divorced or with a baby. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) I I literally know more people that are pregnant or have had babies this year than right. You too. You must too, because you're young. 
It was the perfect time to have a baby. I kept looking at Roger going, I want another one so bad. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you're hiding away. You don't have to do anything or go anywhere. You can wear sweatpants every single day. And then you emerge with your baby as the world is reopening. It's like brilliant. It's the craziest, craziest thing. So do you love it here now? Like, do you like, do you feel at home here in LA? Like this is home for you. Yeah, no, I do. And I didn't. When we first moved here, I was like cursing Nick and, you know, Elvis was three months and we had moved from. And it's all scary. Our apartment was on 65th and Central Park West. That's where we live. Wow. That's like where I do the talk show. That's right there. We were so (laughs) lucky. And my parents lived across the hall. My dad (gasps) would knock on the door with hot pancakes in the morning after Elvis was born. Like, this is where we lived. And then Nick was like, I want to move us to LA. And I was like, huh? Oh my (laughs) God. So yeah, when we first got here, I was not happy, but, um, but yes, now listen, I'm a sunshine girl. So I love, I love the sunshine. And, you know, I will have to say, um, and this goes with relationships, you know, Nick and I fought about moving to California for a year, even though I've always wanted to live in LA, Mm -hmm. even though I love the weather and I love everything about Los Angeles. I fought him on it. Cause I was just like, I'm a New Yorker 19 years and my family was there, but sometimes you have to do things in for your partner. You know what I mean? Like I knew that if he I needed didn't, to do this, yeah, I, he had to do it. He wasn't going to shut up until we did it. Mm-hmm. We had to try it out. And I knew if it failed, New York doesn't change. New my York mother will said always that. be there. That's you know true. what I mean? It's That's like, exactly what my parents said to me when we, we moved here. We can always go back. Yeah. That's what they said. It's not going anywhere. Turn around and come back if you don't like it. Yeah. But you don't realize that when you're moving. Mm-hmm. You feel like you're just like leaving your whole life behind. And this is terrifying. But what you don't realize is like you can pack your things, turn around and come back. <laughs> you know? Exactly. It's so yeah. true. So you have a life here now and you have such an incredible career. I feel like your smile and your positivity and I feel like you're part motivational speaker without trying to be. And like, you're just this really bright ray of sunshine for so many people. And I think, you know, I I want you to know that. And I want you to know that you radiate a light and a strength. And I think by sharing vulnerability. And I, I have very mixed feelings about social media. I always have, you know, Mm -hmm. people think I'm good at it. I don't think I'm very good at it. I think I, I share, but I hide, but I share, but I, you know, I, I go back and forth. And I think that you have shared your experience. I think it's been so honest. And I think what it Mm -hmm. has really done for people, you know, you know, emotionally, and, and obviously this is mental health awareness, like, Listen, I think every month from here on out is mental health awareness. <laughs> Let's just every say day. that. But I do think that, you know, I think the fact that one day we're watching you launch a new workout and then the next day I'll see a post where you're like, okay, today I'm really sad. Today I'm having a different feeling. Today this is the grief I'm going through. So many people are like, thank you. Thank you. Because if people are just watching you and look, you you have to be honest, right? If you're having every great day forever, that's great. But I think to share mm-hmm. the hard ones is so mm-hmm. real. You are being you. I don't think you're trying to do any of this. You're probably just fighting a lot behind the scenes. You're showing us the the good and the bad. And um, But I do think on the positive, you're just on s- like going up. 
up, 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 up. Aww. And I really do. And you're, you know, you're such a good mama too. And thank Aww, God you have that little you. baby angel next to you all the time. My God, thank God I have that baby angel. You know? I, I mean, I, I, he is, makes me so happy, keeps me so happy. And you know what, Rachel, like the thing is, is like what you just said, thank you. But like that, that is life. And yeah. it's so weird that you can literally be, and I'm sure, and I know you can relate to this. You can have like this amazing day, right? Like it's this great day. And then you can get in the car and, and cry. something and, and ball your eyes out. <laughs> yes, right. Yes. And then, and then walk through your door and your little boy comes up to you and then you're joyful. Everything again. goes away. It's true. And everything goes away. It's and true. so it's, it's so weird because it is. And, and then add the layer of grief on it is, is bonkers because those things, I mean, especially driving around town, you know, I'll, I'll drive by something and you know, Nick and I had a, a date there or something yeah. or, or a fight there, or, yeah. you know, or we held hands there and, yep. and you just start bawling. And then, and then somebody calls you and you're like, Oh, hi. I, but like, it's a weird thing because a couple of years ago, we went through this really hard situation with work and da, 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 da. And, you know, everyone, like my family and our friends, whatever would be like, how are you just like smiling all the time? It was like an employee just did something really bad, mm. you know, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Okay. And I felt, you know, really whatever. But it was, it was interesting because Roger really crumbled for a bit. And then I would just keep like, you know, just going. And that, that's why I literally, one of my biggest mantras about women is we just don't know how strong we are until we have to be that strong. And that doesn't mm -hmm. mean you don't cry. That doesn't mean you don't break. But what I believe to your point, every time I went through that door, every time one of my boys came out to me and was like, mommy, you know, what's for dinner? Mommy, let's watch a movie. Mommy, let's not go. Everything went away. Mm -hmm. And even if it wasn't away, for that moment, it's away. And for that right. moment, you're mommy. And for that moment, you smile and everything feels better. Yeah. And so right. I, I think whatever those lights are in people's lives, you just need to find them and that's okay, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And I do think that you're gonna go through, a, you know, all these different moments of emotion and experiences and Nick, no matter what, he's with you, right? And yeah. and with Elvis for life. And but I think that I think what's so interesting, so I love the 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 story of um Nick's song, Live mm -hmm. Your Life, right? Mm -hmm. Because it sounds like that was kind of meant to be sort of your love story, no? Oh my God. <laughs> well in a way, yes. You know, I mean, we, we, we wrote it together one night. I mean, I, I'm going to say we wrote it together and, and he's right here next to me going like, how dare you say that right now? <laughs> but I did help I him believe with the lyrics. You. I just want you to know I'm here for it. I totally Thanks, believe Rachel. you. I totally um, believe you. I helped him with the lyrics in Hudson because he, he had no lyrics to this song. And I, all I ever heard was the beat and him like ad-libbing, you know, and I was like, we need to put some lyrics to this song. So we did one night in Hudson, New York. And uh, so I like to say that I had something to do with it. But uh, no, it is. It's a breakup song. It is about like two lovers who can't make it work and separate. And he's basically saying, go live your life. And if the stars align, we'll come back together. Okay. So it is in a way. Uh, yes. Our, our you did kind do of that. story. You did. Do yeah, that. we did. We absolutely did. You're right. So um Ironically, I don't know if I've ever thought of it that way because then during COVID, it became such like a anthem yeah. of live your life, totally. you know, like we don't know when our last day is, we, we can't take things for granted and go, like, you got to live your life. So 
it's cool though. It's cool how it has so many meetings and so, and so many interpretations and, um, and, you know, I'm just grateful that so many people caught on to it. Cause like, honestly, he died a rock star because of that. Like right. he, his song was being played on the radio and yeah. all over the world. Like, I know he knows this, but I wish I could have had that moment where I would have been like, honey, just so you know. And he would have been like, what the, <laughs> but, um, Aww. you know, he, he knows, I know he knows, but well, maybe Elvis yeah, is going to sing it. Does he sing it? Oh my gosh. I would, you know, I, as soon as I he mean, hears his name that music, is Elvis. I know. <laughs> no, okay. it, gets, it gets even better, Rachel. He was conceived in New Orleans, born in New York City, raised in Laurel Canyon. I oh, mean, I like, mean. Okay. raised, like, his music in his bones. Uh, yeah, I'm like, if, if, if this doesn't happen, I, I, already, <laughs> I already see this happening. I already see this happening. I, I mean, I listen, from the two of you, I mean, it's sort of like, there's going to be this tall, beautiful being with an old soul and this beautiful heart. And I think talent, oh. whether he chooses to acknowledge it or or, or not, it's going to be there. Yeah. He's going to have dance moves. <laughs> he's going to have a voice. He's going to have all the creativity, which, you well, know. he'll be like an engineer. And, By the way, and, like, he very well it. might be. It's sort of like <laughs> why might. people say to me, like, I don't understand why you don't have a daughter. And I'm like, she'd probably hate fashion. Like she'd hate <laughs> clothes. She would literally like, I just, this is what I tell myself to kind of like, yeah, you know, get through it. And then I just borrow my friend's kids all the time. Here's the thing. Not all vitamins are created equal. Some have GMOs, some are enormous pills that taste like chalk, and some are full of sugar and synthetic fillers. And it's really hard to make yourself take a vitamin when that's the case. Not with Ritual. We deserve to know what we're putting in our bodies and why, especially when it comes to something we take every single day. Ritual is made traceable, which means you'll always know what nutrients you're taking and where they come from, thanks to Ritual's one-of-a-kind visible supply chain. So no more mystery or yucky fillers. And Ritual has an option that's right for you. Now available for women, men, and teens, Ritual multivitamins are scientifically developed to help support different life stages. I can definitely say that the fresh tasting capsule makes it so much easier to take my vitamins twice a day because I don't know about you, but I hate those big multivitamins that taste terrible and are very hard to swallow. And it actually makes me not want to take it. Because Ritual is a vitamin I don't struggle to take, that means I actually have gotten into the habit of taking it and actually liking it. Plus, they're delivered right to my door every month, so I never run out. So what are you waiting for? Get key nutrients without the BS. Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off during your first three months. Visit ritual.com slash works to start your ritual today. So I started my career as a stylist and working for myself as a freelancer. And now that I own my own companies, I'm still always looking for ways to streamline my workload. Just like so many of you, my schedule is packed every single day. Between kids and work, there's hardly any moment free. So if there's a way I can get something done more efficiently, it's absolutely necessary that I do that in the interest of time. It just makes everything run smoother. 
These days, thanks to Stamps.com, I can easily do all of my mailing and shipping right from my computer. Whether you're sending letters or shipping packages, Stamps.com will make what was once a hassle incredibly easy. And not only that, you'll actually pay way less a lot less, actually, because you'll get discounted rates from USPS, UPS, and more. With Stamps.com, you get discounts up to 40% off post office rates and up to 66% off UPS shipping rates. The fact of the matter is Stamps.com saves businesses thousands of hours and tons of money every year. And if you have a business, let me tell you from one business owner to another, you need Stamps.com. Whether you're a small office sending invoices, a side hustle, Etsy shop shipping out orders, or just navigating this hybrid work life, Stamps.com can help you manage your shipping needs and minimize your stress. And believe me, every business owner could do with a little less stress in their lives. No wonder over 1 million businesses choose stamps.com for their mailing and shipping. All you need is your computer and you'll be able to print official US postage 24 seven for any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere you wanna send it. Once your mail is ready, just schedule a pickup or drop it off, it's that simple. So if you're looking to save both time and money, And if you're a business owner, you should be, I highly suggest using stamps.com. Stop wasting time waiting in line at the post office and go to stamps.com instead. There's no risk. And with my promo code Zoe, you get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in Zoe, Z-O. O-E. That's stamps.com, promo code ZOE, stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. Another friend of mine, and we've connected even more deeply this year um, over over the last year is Vanessa Bryant as well. Mm. And, you know, I think the thing is, is that love stories are super interesting because they are love stories and they are all different. And everyone has like, listen, it didn't look like this. It didn't happen like this. And everyone's story is different. And that's why it's called a story. You had a love story, a very candid one. Um, You know, obviously I, I can't even wrap my head around. I think the reason I reached out to you was because I didn't really know you. I, I knew I, I've known Zach for 20 years and I love him and I know how much he loved, loves both of you. Um, But I, I, I think I reached out to you because I just, I, I like felt and feel so deeply what you're mm-hmm. going through in a way that like, it's, it's this weird thing. Like I immediately just felt this responsibility to like, not like a, I better help her, but it was more just like, I couldn't not try and somehow be there for you. Right. And try and help you get through it. Because I think also just being a mom of two young boys and you're having Elvis and just going through this. And I just... It was just sort of like, okay, what can I do? Do I just keep sending her things? Do I just like keep reaching out to her? Do I keep checking on her? Is this annoying? Is this like, you know, so, but I think, I think it would be so helpful to share because I I think, you know, I personally, like, I can't wrap my head around what this year has been like. And also just what you see now, because now obviously we have a vaccine and now we know how to treat it more or less, but Mm -hmm you know, we almost lost Roger's best friend to COVID as well this Mm. year. But I guess my question is, what, 
would be your advice to so many people going through a grieving process, no matter what they're grieving from. But like, I feel like you have been the pillar of strength as has Vanessa, but also showing such um, vulnerability and grief and sadness when you feel it and happiness when you Mm -hmm. don't. And today's a good day and today's a horrible day and today was a good and bad day. Or, you Mm -hmm. know, I mean, I guess what can you share with our listeners, um, if, if anything about any kind of like advice or takeaway or just anything that you think can help people get through a day better Mm -hmm. that, that are, that are grieving. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I will say a couple of things. The first is, is that no one's journey is the same. You know, when I lost Nick, um, I, like my friends sat me down and told me everything I should do you know, right away. And I had probably every book on grief sent to me. You need to read this. Mm -hmm. Um, These are therapists you should call right away. Um, And for, for a lot of people, um, you know, all of those things might help. One of those things might help. I had to find my own way. And, and for my First and foremost, it was honestly doing nothing, <laughs> doing yeah, none of that. Of course. Um, I just started talking to a therapist. I just started reading books on grief and we're almost at one year of Nick's uh, anniversary of his passing. So, um, you know, you, it, it's just know that everyone's journey is the same. I researched the stages of grief, like the day he passed and I was like, okay, this is my stage that I'm going to be in right away you know, Googling it and trying to be, you know, the perfect grief student. And yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm angry now. And then I was like, but I'm not angry actually right now. I, 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 you know, so I think my advice is to to not listen to advice. Yeah. No, (laughs) that makes sense that you have to like, just be in your body. And Mm -hmm. I don't think, because you also don't want to have like that self-fulfilling prophecy like okay next I'm supposed to be really depressed next I'm supposed to like want to cry all the time next I'm supposed to try and smile and like I don't think you can do that and yeah similar to parenting I'm sure I mean not similar but but in the way that people are like oh you have to do this when he's two oh take him out of the crib when he's this or right you can't do that I don't do you have to listen to you right right yes exactly and the thing is is like I still am finding my way, you know, I, I, I don't know the right answers. It's such a roller coaster. I mean, there's weeks that are great. There's days that are just terrible still. And I don't think that's ever going to go away. And a lot of times people will say, as time goes on, it gets easier to be honest. I haven't found that either. I feel like it's harder. I see Elvis and I look at him and I'm like, what would your dad be doing with you right now? You know, like, or he's missing this or, you know, big things happen. And I just want to tell, I want to tell Nick, you know, or, um, you know, thinking about dating again. And you're just like, you know, I, I don't, I want to date again. I want to find somebody in my life for sure. A hundred percent. But, um, it's hard because it's like you, you want, you want to date your person, you know, I want to go to dinner with Nick. Of course. Um, so that's hard. It's all very hard. And I don't, I don't know if, um, I think my, my, my best piece of advice, uh, other than to not take advice <laughs> is to try to try to talk it out. I think honestly, because I've been so 
vulnerable. And even through the process of everything that happened with Nick, I didn't realize that I, by doing what I was doing every day, going online, sharing everything every day, it was as if I was going to therapy because I was just talking it out. And I didn't even realize it until my girlfriend who's studying to be a therapist um, called me after he passed. And she goes, you know, step one, a therapist would say, you got to just like, get it out, like write it down. You got to talk to somebody. She goes, but you've done that. You've been talking about it since day one. So I think you're in a completely different place than what you normally would be if you would have kept this all to yourself. So I would say, try, try to talk it out. Cause I think when you talk out in life, yes, if you're thinking something, you know, like if you talk it out, sometimes you're like, Oh my gosh, why was I thinking that? Or or, or you manifest it because you've say, you're saying it, you yes. know? I mean, there's so many different great benefits of just talking out what you're, what's in your head, totally. you know? But I, I also think some of the, I, I think, I think I agree a thousand percent on, on everything you said. I think that, I think the first step is take the pressure off of you. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and just be, and yeah. just and yeah. and and try and live your best life you can. And I have your moments, and let yourself have moments. You know. Yeah. Yes. Um, what is your, if you have one, you probably have a million. But like, what's your absolute favorite memory of you and Nick? I have a couple, but uh, the one I'll say is uh, part of our honeymoon. We went on an epic honeymoon, Ooh. and now looking back, I'm like, God, thank God we did that. Yeah. Like, Thank God we did that. Where'd you go? We went to, uh, we went to, we started off with a friend's wedding in Italy. Then Mm. we drove up the Amalfi coast, spent a week with our friends in Capri. My favorite trip in the world. The best. Then we flew to Africa. We spent five days in Cape town, then flew up to Kenya and Tanzania and safari and then went to Bali. Oh, God, thank God you did that. You should just live in that place forever. Like you should just have that memory as the like, yeah. oh God. But those, those days, especially there were three days we spent in Cape Town at this place called Babylon Storin. And uh, it will, like, I remember holding Nick and being like, these are like the most perfect days I think I've ever spent in my life. And uh, so that that's one of my favorite memories. That is an absolutely beautiful memory. Like I actually, I, I have the visual. I have a visual of you like in an, on an elephant or something. I don't know. <laughs> or like on some kind of like animal. I don't know. I don't know. You guys need to go on safari. Have my you ever- mom and dad really want to take all of us as like a family trip. But then like COVID yes. happened, they wanted to do it this year because they want to see Mike. They want to see their grandchildren like. Yes. And the know. boys are at a perfect age. Like you're, you guys, you, it is. It's magical. Rachel, it's life changing. It, Africa heard this. is life changing. Far. Yeah. Very far. So you have so much going on. You are so (laughs) busy. Um, Okay. You have your fitness business empire that I'm just like watching explode by the minute. You make me want to work out so bad. I just have to like, I just think like, okay, I'd have to get up at four in order to do this. And I just like, since my styling days, I would like leave for set at four, like in the total dark, oh and drive, you know, and I was like, I, I promise this summer, this, it's going to happen. Um, but you're so cute and so energetic and so smiley. I just look at them and I'm like, I want to do that. I want to be her. Aww, I want to do that. Okay. So you have your fitness empire. 
you're on the talk, which is so mm-hmm. great, um, with Elaine, who's so dope. Yeah, she's so cool. Um, yes. Love her, and then of course your book, which mm-hmm. I'm so excited about. Tell me about your book. So the book comes out today. I'm so excited. Um, And, you know, Rachel, uh, it's so crazy. You know, I wrote it with my sister, Anna, who was with me uh, during this whole process. Thank God for her. And, you know, yeah, we're so, Anna and I, you know, I have four sisters, but Anna and I are are very similar and very close. You have four sisters. And a brother, yes. Hold on. You're one of six. One of, uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. I have three sisters and a brother. There's five of you. Mm -hmm. Four girls, one boy. Yes, yes. Okay, um, I have three friends with five kids, and they all have four girls and one boy. I just oh my know god, that. True story. wow! Yeah, I look at my mom and dad now after having one child, and I'm like, <laughs> yes, you're my hero. <laughs> you yeah, are my like, hero, and I'm sorry for ever saying anything <laughs> mean to you ever. <laughs> it's so true. We don't do that till we're parents. Oh my god, yeah, it's like a whole realization like day oh, yeah. three of having a child. Oh, You're yeah. like, mom and dad, I'm so sorry. Can you imagine? Um, yeah. So we, we wrote the book together and, um, you know, I, I never considered myself an author. I never thought I would write a book. And when Harper Collins reached out to me about writing this story and writing it so quickly, um, I was just kind of, I think the shock of, of, of it all of kind of actually worked in my favor. And, you know, I started writing it uh, two weeks after Nick passed. I went to, back to Ohio with my mom and dad to take some time after Nick passed. And I started writing it once I put Elvis to bed. And um, I'm so glad I did. That was your therapy, when, by the way. Yeah, it was so cathartic writing these things down. And, you know, by the time Nick passed, I thought I could have joined the medical staff at Cedar sinai oh You know, God. I mean, I had the numbers and the medications and everything so down in my memory that like, if I tried to write this book today, I wouldn't be able to, because there's so much detail in this book about COVID, about the dates, about uh, the protests, George Floyd happening at the same time. Like, I mean, the world was upside down and backwards. Exactly. And who knows if we will ever, I hope we never live in that kind of world again, but for those months, the world was bonkers. And, um, I don't think I could have recreated what's in the book now, if I tried to, because it was just so fresh. It was so right there. Um, so I'm very, you know, it's, it's weird to say, um, I'm proud of it. I mean, it's not weird to say I am very proud of this book. I'm proud of Anna and I, but, um, you know, obviously it's just, it's, it's a tough, it was, it was so tough. The toughest thing we've ever done. We cried every single time we wrote. You know, listen, I think to your point, I think that's why, you know, we have journals. That's why we had diaries. That's why, mm. you know, growing up, I think it's, you know, I'm I'm now having my kids keep a journal and they're like, but what if my handwriting's messy? What if my, I'm like, no, no, no. This is literally to put what's in your mind on that day, you know, like whatever it is, good or bad, you're having a rough day, you're having a happy yeah. day. And I think for you, this book, it's your diary of yeah. this year and that time. And I think that people will read it and walk away with, wow. Oh, thank and you. this is what was going on in, in this life. And I think, you know, my parents, like I said, they're 80 and 84. I don't know about yours, but I mean, mine are, they've lived through a lot, you know, mm-hmm. and this is, 
they have, you know, they're like, we have not lived through anything like this. There is nothing in any life like this. So, you know. And it will forever change us, change our relationships, change how we treat people, change how we think of things. I mean, it's, yeah, it was for the first time everyone in the world was put on the same platform. Yes. I mean, it's crazy. Literally. Yeah. Now, what is next for you? I don't even know um, if you have room for something else, but <laughs> um, what is I hope next? a vacation so, or just like giving yourself, you know, yes, a little Rachel, breather. I'm going back to Africa. <gasps> Anna Are you? and I, yes, wow. Anna and I. Um, so I have the month of August off from the talk. We go on a summer hiatus. Great. And Anna and I are with Elvis taking the little man yes. and we are all going to Africa. Wow. Yeah. That so is incredible. I'm that I need, I need a little break, you know? Um, yes, I would say. <laughs> I haven't, you know, I haven't given myself a good one. Um, but you know, as a, as a mom, as a working mom and someone who I love to work, you yes. know what I mean? I do, I do enjoy working. It makes me feel good. Sure. It makes me feel um, like I'm doing something and, you know, obviously the pressure of feeling like I want to support Elvis and give him everything in the world that he deserves to have. Yeah, so, of course. um, but, but I'm very much looking forward to time off and being away and having, um, you know, that, that time. So that's kind of, that's kind of what I'm looking as, 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 as next, but there's lots in the plans. I think that's amazing. And as someone who is so, my sister is my best friend in life. And I think the Mm -hmm. fact that you have so many of them is so beautiful because I just think like, I don't know. I'm, I'm just, I'm so happy that you have that, that magic because, because I think like being able to kind of go away and, you know, just take a break with Elvis and, and your sisters, I mean, or sister, I mean, that, that's such a gift. And I think that goes back to the whole like relationship thing. It's like that relationship is like nothing else. Right. I mean, I know, isn't a sister relationship just, it's the best. Really, 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 really (laughs) is because it's just, it's better than a best friend. It's better Mm -hmm. than anything. And it's that thing where like, if you don't feel like talking, you don't have to, you know, if you feel like crying, you can, if you feel like yelling at someone, like you can just be like, I'm sorry, I need to yell at you right now. (laughs) There were so there. Oh yeah. No, there were so many days that, you know, Anna was living with me when Nick was in the hospital as, as my brother, but then my brother had to go back to San Francisco. It was just me and Anna at Zach's guest house still. And it's a great um, guest house. You know, Listen, it is a great, <laughs> great place but, to shock uh, you know, up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know, she would, we would have our LED face masks on, <laughs> our ice rolling, our, our tears away, Aww. drinking wine, and like just trying to survive, Bless. you know, yeah. literally just trying, trying to survive, to survive. Yes. and watching Gilmore Girls till we'd pass out <laughs> on the couch. I mean, you know, like the things that, yes, you can do with your sister, that relationship that just doesn't ever it doesn't break. Stop. It just gets stronger. It's yeah, exactly. Yeah. Correct. And I feel like it as is. you get older, it gets deeper because mm-hmm, you lean mm-hmm. on it even more. Right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. No, she arrives June 1st to start, uh, or she arrived June 1st. I'm sorry to, uh, you know, be with me for this whole book Ugh. tour and launch and everything. So it's been fun having her here. Uh, amazing. Well, I yeah. am so excited about this book. I suggest that everyone get it now. Um, I think it is something everybody needs to read. Um, and you know, also I think some, everyone 
can relate to on some level, you know what I mean? Um, or, or will or parts of it. And I, it's pretty extraordinary. So, um, Amanda, I am so happy to have you on. I'm so happy we got to have girl talk. Um, because you know, I kick Roger off once in a while because if it's like just (laughs) a, a woman to woman thing, you know, I just, um, I love you. I, I, I don't even like, I can't wait to like hug you in real life. I really I am excited I about your cute that. Little boys. You're such a great mom, Thank by the way. I love so following much. you on social because you're Thank such a you. great mom. You can tell those little boys just love you to pieces. Thank you. And as a mom with a boy, I, I look up to you and, and what you do with those little boys. I'm going to steal that journal idea that you wrote. It's, that you said. it's really, they're really excited by it. And I think mm-hmm. as soon as, you know, even with Elvis, you could start young because even before he can write, he can talk. You can do like a, an, a video, um, a voice, oh, right. a voice journal now. So right. that's even fun for them. And they could say like, I was mad at this boy today or this boy at the park threw something at me. Like, I love You know that. what I mean? It just kind of helps them. You know, it's really I sweet. I love that. Yeah. You Send know? it to, I started an email address for him and I write him emails and then one oh. day I'll give him the password and he can open up. So that would be such oh, a cute thing to send these little things thing. to his email. Yes. Yeah. Well, listen, I'm here for you day or night, not on works for us. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I want you to have the best summer and I want you Thank to keep you. working your magic, spreading your fairy dust in that big east to west, like New York to California smile that Thank nobody you. can see like I can right now. But she <laughs> literally smiles so big. Um, <laughs> Thank so, you. So uh, love you madly. Thank you for being love on. Love you madly. This was so fun. And kiss so that fun. beautiful little baby angel, Elvis. Thank you. <laughs> it's so nice to be with you today. So Bye-bye. fun. So excited about the book. Thank you. <laughs> Bye, Rachel. I don't know about you guys, but that was really one of my absolute favorite interviews. I think Amanda is a pillar of strength and positivity and bravery and courage and really just a very magical woman trying to be her best self and be the best mom and keep shining while still grieving so hard. And I just learned so much. I hope you did as well. That was a really incredible conversation with an incredible woman. So I feel very honored to have spoken to her. She's just a beautiful soul. Um, So I hope you enjoyed this one. I hope you took away from it. I hope you learned. I hope hope it made you think even more deeply about what this year was for so many people in the world and continues to be around the world. Um, People grieving um, for loved ones that they've lost in COVID. So I want to mention, um, you know, I do highlights and lowlights typically when Roger's with me, but I think clearly what I'm going to say is my highlight this week is really just trying to appreciate the gift of life and being alive and treating every day like a great one and facing it with a big smile and looking at your kids or your husband just a little extra hug them a little extra and and really appreciate the good things because you just don't know. You just don't know how fragile life is until you know how fragile life is. So that would be my highlight, I guess, and my low light. Um, my low light thinking about all of the others like Amanda who lost a loved one in COVID and the grieving and 
um, what they've gone through this year and, and most of them alone. So I think we should just take this one to sort of really think about this year for so many, if not directly you, um, someone close to you or people that you've never met before, but just to give an extra, you know, appreciation, I think, and just empathy for people going through what Amanda's going through. If you like what you've heard so far on Works For Us, please make sure you're subscribed on Apple Podcasts and give us a rating and a review. A really good one, please. It really does help us. Keep listening to Works For Us. Tell us if you love it. Also tell us if you don't. But please keep listening. We love having you. And of course, check us out and follow us on our Instagram on at works.for.us. That's at works.for.us. Dot s at works.for.us. We noticed that all of you dedicated listeners have been sharing your own relationship stories in the comments of our Instagram. And honestly, we love it so much. They are so fun to read and they are such great stories. We wanted to give you all a chance to share your stories in a way that we could feature them on the show. We are so excited to announce that there is now a works for us phone line that you can call to leave us a message with your very own relationship stories. You can also ask us for relationship advice. Although I can't stress enough that we are not experts, like really not experts, but you know, kind of, um, but we will absolutely take your questions and answer them to the best of our actual unprofessional abilities. So if you want to share your story or ask us a question, give us a call at 657 657- Five four nine two two five one. That's six five seven five four nine two two five one. You can also find all of our contact info on our Instagram at works dot four dot us. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.